Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling for February 13th, 2022. I'm your host, Nate. This is Super Bowl Sunday Wrestling Talk, AEW and WWE uh, Wrestling News Talk, basically a look back at this past week in wrestling, mostly AEW, because like I said, I really don't follow uh, WWE too closely, so, but. Yeah, feel free to call in. The number is uh, 563-999-3414 if you want to talk about anything this past uh, week in wrestling. So let's kick it off, basically, with the uh, AEW. Once again, AEW is just, they're doing everything right. They're doing everything right on on Wednesday night. It was Dynamite, put on a really great show. Uh, CM Punk wanted a rematch with MGF and MGF said, uh, you're not going to get your rematch unless you beat FTR in a tag team match. And basically, uh, MGF's thinking, you know, who the hell is Punk going to get for a tag partner? Well, he ends up getting John Moxley, and they put on a very good match. Very good match. Uh, uh, CM Punk and um, Moxley win. They do basically their finishers uh, basically at the same time. You know, uh, Punk gets the GTS and uh, basically gets the pin and the win. Very good TV match. Also, the trunks that what Punk was wearing was actually the last time that he fought against the Shield, uh, Dean Ambrose. So back in the day, in uh, WWE. Let me bring in uh, Chris. What's going on, man? Hey yo, hey yo, what's going on? Just hey. uh, doing some cooking. Cooking. One more for the good guys. But anyways, so yeah, this past week on AEW Dynamite, uh, Punk teaming up with John Moxley. Uh, versus FTR. Uh, any thoughts on that match or Dynamite in general? Because I think this is probably one of the best Dynamite episodes in a very long time. Yeah, it was a fun tag match. A uh, nice old school vibe. FTR is a good team. I like their music too. It's uh, isn't it like a remake yeah. of uh, of um the uh, was it the Rock and Roll Express or the Midnight Express? I think it's the Midnight Express. I think. So. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Really yeah, enjoyed the good. the uh, Dynamite. Yeah, very good. Um, we also saw the Forbidden Door open up with Keith Lee debuting. Um, very good debut. He's pretty much one of the most predictable guys that they were saying it was going to show up. But I also said maybe it would be cool if they had a double debut. And, uh, yeah, we got in a backstage segment with uh, New Japan pro wrestler uh, Jay White. Um, I'm trying to find, like, Jay White's matches. Can't really find a lot on YouTube. But one thing about Jay White, his character – he definitely looks more better with the beard and the goatee and the mustache and everything. So you better keep that look because without his facial hair, he looks, I don't know, he just looks like a fucking young, I don't, I don't know how old Jay White is. <laughs> you, know how old, you know how old he is or no? Is he in like 30? He should be around the same, he should be the same age as me, uh, I think. Well, Let me look it up. Almost. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at I'm looking at like little interviews that he was doing and like in the ring and I'm like, that's Jay White with like no face oh, no, hair. No, I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, I'm sorry. He's younger than me. He's 29 years old. He's 29. Yeah, yeah. 29. Yeah, he definitely looks better with the facial hair. So hopefully he he's got a he's, um, he's got a baby face. The beard definitely helps him. Yeah, he definitely looks older. He looks almost like a rugged like pirate kind of guy or some shit. You guys can like fucking look mm. Caribbean and shit like that. But anyways, so it's good to see him. He's gonna be on a limited contract, basically a paid per appearance until they can figure out what he's gonna do with New Japan Pro Wrestling, and hopefully he can go back. I guess he's having visa issues. I told him to get an American Express, but he didn't listen, so he wanted a visa. So that's what happened, you know. But anyways, um, hopefully we get uh, Kenny Omega back into the mix. I think we're going to. We have to get Kenny Omega back, so you definitely got to get that Young Bucks Omega and, you know, the whole Jay White thing going on and this and that. So you definitely have to get that in the future, so. I mean, it was cool to see Jay White. I got to watch some more of his matches. I know he's fighting, I think, next Wednesday on Dynamite, so that's cool. No, he'll be on Rampage. Oh, Rampage, he's fighting. Okay, Rampage, okay. Yeah, that's it, Rampage. I was thinking Dynamite, but Rampage. So he'll be fighting on Rampage. So that, that, that that's good. So, But, I mean, like I said, the missing piece of the Forbidden Door is Okada. So once they get Okada, then forget it. It's over. Then she might as well just sell your stock and uh, jump ship. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Um, anything else on the show that you like? The main event was very good, too, and I liked uh, Hangman's page uh, springboard off the referee clothesline through the table. That was a good finish to the match. Yeah, that was cool. I like how they, um, I like how Lambert took off the top rope to take away from Hangman's finish, so he had to hit it another way. So that was actually pretty yeah. unique. And, um, yeah, yeah, Hangman's that was had some, uh, yeah, Hangman's had some uh, kick-ass matches so far. I'll speak a little bit more about Jay. Uh, New Japan is just kind of really strict about copyright strikes, so you're not going to find much of his work on there. But I don't know if you remember this other website back in the day called Daily Motion. That's still a thing. A lot, okay. a lot of New Japan stuff is on uh, is on Daily Motion. So um, yeah, so I'd say to those not familiar to those not familiar with Jay White, I'd say um, he's like a combination. I'd say like of three wrestlers. He's like uh, Triple H in like 99, 2000, before the quiet tear. Randy Orton in like 2008, 2009, you know, when he was doing the IED, I'm crazy shit, with a little bit of uh, Shane Douglas, the franchise, as far as like how he likes to talk shit. Uh, He's from New Zealand. And cool story about Jay that a lot of people don't know is that uh, uh, he got a ticket to go to WrestleMania 27, which was kind of funny because I was at that show. It was one of those, like, radio shows where it's like, oh, like, the, the civic caller gets a free ticket or something like that. So yeah. uh, so he got a yeah. ticket to uh, WrestleMania 27, and when he was there, that was actually when he decided that pro wrestling was what he wanted to do. And uh, so cool. he was kind of – he was a late bloomer. Yeah, so he, he wasn't like this yeah. guy that, like, grew up in the business. He was a late bloomer. He had, a, uh, he had applied for – not the PC because the – PC didn't exist back then, but he had tried out for WWE Developmental. Uh, they weren't impressed, so Ring of Honor picked him up, and he was a young boy for Ring of Honor. Uh, then Ghetto, because uh, New Japan New Japan, and Ring of Honor had a relationship, and uh, Ghetto saw Jay White and thought that Jay had potential. So he took uh, Jay under his wing. He became a young lion. He was a young lion for a bit. Then, you know, eventually they send you on uh, what's called an excursion, which is basically like where they just send you all over the world to hone your skills and shit. Then once they feel like you have leveled up enough, that's when they bring you back and they repackage you. And then 
that's when they repackaged them as the switchblade. Uh, and it's the finish of the Blade Runner. It's the same uh, finish that uh, Bray Wyatt does, you know, Sister Abigail, whatever. And yeah. uh, he hits out of nowhere. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Uh, Jay's cool. The, the, uh, he, his push at first, when they started pushing him at first, a lot of fans kind of rejected him. And I think the reason why fans rejected him is because um, he, he's not flashy. He's not AJ Styles. He's not Kenny Omega. He, he's a, he wrestles a very slow methodical style, which is kind of interesting because it's like, why did WWE cut him? Because he, he just looks like the kind of guy that Triple H or Vince would like. So because of his slower style, uh, he had a hard time kind of connecting. But like you said, when he grew the beard and then he joined the Bullet Club and he started talking mm-hmm. shit, that, he, kind of, he kind of found himself and he started yeah. figuring it out. So he's pretty good now. But yeah, right, he's technically part of New Japan. But because of his green card issue, um, he can't go to Japan. So he's basically just been chilling here in America for like almost almost two years now. Yeah, he's just kind of chilling. So I know he's working Impact. He's doing New Japan Strong. So I say if he can't go to Japan, then he should just might as well just do all three. Just do AEW, do Impact, and do New Japan Strong. Yeah, build build up his resume and shit like that. Uh, Did you really mark out when he showed up on AEW? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because I knew he was gonna, I knew he was going to show yeah. up. I knew he was going to show up. I knew yeah. he was because yeah, on New okay. Japan Strong, on Strong, yeah, on Strong, he does this thing called the Open J Challenge, where like anybody from any company can challenge him, and every time he wins his matches, he cuts a promo hinting at AEW. And I was, I was, I was like, yeah, this dude's going to fucking show up. Oh, and uh, when and so when Tony Khan said, when so when Tony Khan did the initial tweet when he mentioned Forbidden Door, I was like, it's got to be Jay got to be him yeah you know so then he yeah. so, so when he showed up i was like yeah you know so yeah it's awesome. so i got justin on board justin what's going on 860-940-8171 hello i don't know oh they dropped <laughs> i guess the ninjas are getting him one by one <laughs> he must have got caught the white van must be in bristol connecticut anyways um i think that was justin because that's the only connecticut guy i know that golf Calling, but anyways, um, like I said, it was a good show. I mean, AEW is really, on like they're firing like on all cylinders and shit like that. And the ratings basically were like one point one two nine they got, and they actually beat Raw in the demo. They had like a point four one, where Raw had point three five, and Raw's rating was like a one point three. Of course, we know guys like John and all other WWE Monday Night Raw dick lickers. Would say, oh, it was because they were on Sci-Fi. Oh, it was because they went fuck off. The AEW's <laughs> going against the Olympics. Stop, stop licking their nuts. Shit, man. If, <laughs> if, if WWE's giving you like free Peacock subscriptions or tickets to the shows and pay-per-views, yeah, suck their dick. But not fuck them. So, anyways, um, <laughs> I thought it was a really good show. No, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. You know, I don't give a shit, Vince McMahon. What the fuck, Vince is gonna do to me? He ain't gonna do shit. This guy wanted to rename the Nutter Center to the Jizz the Jizz Factory. Second, uh, yeah, the only the only thing I don't really get about the uh, the only thing I don't get about the bias is that um, some wrestlers show up in AEW, and then it's like I see certain fans complain about certain stuff, yeah. and I'm like, but they were always that way. Like an example that people say is like a lot of WWE fans say, "Oh, Adam Cole's too small," but I'm like, yeah, but he was in NXT for like four years. Y'all didn't say he was too small in WWE, yeah, exactly. but all of a sudden in AEW, is like, he's too small. And then, like, Keith Lee, 
he shows up. Keith and, and you know, some people, some people are saying like, oh, Keith was uh, he gained some pounds. Like he, he needs to lose some weight. Yeah, you know, he he's got a big guy. And then, then I'm, then I was kind of like, but, but Keith has always been big. And when he was in WWE, like, n- n- nobody said anything. So it's like just certain weird he things. Got married, like, too. Uh, 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 yeah, it's just weird. Like some wrestlers will be like in WWE and like nobody will say anything, and then they'll go to AEW no, and all of a sudden it's like, you know, I don't, I don't get him. that. I don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, Keith Lee just got married. The dude probably got a five pound steak still in his stomach from his wedding and some shrimp and stuff. You know, <laughs> I don't know. What He's a guy a break. Holy shit, man! His debut, eight, uh, Keith Lee, that fucking hip toss or whatever around the corner, he fucking tossed that guy. God damn, man. I was like, oh, man. I, I like the meme of the uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Uncle Phil thing from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was fucking hilarious. Dude, the guy, that guy got height on man. Last time I saw something that high, I got free bag of peanuts and a, and a soda when I was fucking flying to uh, Las Vegas. My God. But anyways. No, great Oh, shit. I was fucking laughing. I, I go back and watch that nine-second clip when he just tosses them. I show my friend and he starts laughing. Yeah, like, yeah saw... it was fucking hilarious. I... I saw fucking uh, Lance Storm on Twitter said that uh, Keith okay. Lee is more over in six minutes in AEW than he was his entire WWE main roster run. Like oh. I agree. I know. I know. I know. That's Keith it. had his health issues, but even before his health issues, they fucked him up. It was just a, some. I don't, I don't want to turn this into just beating up WWE. It was just beating a dead horse. But the gist of it is, is that yeah. Keith Lee is just being Keith Lee, and and WWE Vince and I I get it. Like. I'm not defending them. I get it, but, like, they just have an idea in their head of, like, how a big guy should wrestle. Like, a big guy should do this. A big guy should do that. And it's like, dude, like, it's not fucking 1986 anymore. It's, you know, like yeah. the days of Andre and fucking Big John Studd and the giant Gonzalez. Like, we're, we're, we're well past those days. So, like, it's okay no. for a big guy to be athletic, you know. So, it was just simple. Yeah. It was just – and what's frustrating about the Keith Lee thing – What's frustrating about that is, like, the two top guys in WWE, like, legit broke kayfabe because they were impressed with Keith. Like, when they did, like, Survivor Series, like, before COVID, before the world went to hell, uh, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, if you remember, it came down to Roman and Keith in the end. Roman won, and then Roman gave Keith a fist bump because he was impressed. That was not scripted. Like, Roman was really like, wow. You're really fucking good. And then and then Royal Rumble 2020, the, the night, unfortunately, where Kobe died, the, the last WWE show before COVID hit, when, when, when Brock was in the ring, if you remember, like he was eliminating everybody. He was WWE champion. And then Keith came out. And then when Keith came out, Brock was like, oh, shit. He was like, like that was his exact words when he saw Keith because he was like, wow, this guy's yeah. huge. And if you remember, yeah, like, they a had big, a back and forth. Boy. He was like laughing and shit. It was funny. Right, right. And then if you remember, they had they had a back and forth because like most of the people in that match, like Brock was just eliminating them. Like he like he eliminated Morrison. Yeah. He eliminated uh, Elias. Like he was just throwing people. Like but with Keith, like they actually wrestled for a bit, and you could tell that that was Brock. Like oh, I like this guy. Like you could you could see yeah. that Brock was having fun. So it's like your two top dudes, Roman and Brock, they both looked at Keith and they're like, yeah, yeah, like let me work with this guy. And then Vince was like, nah. Nah, I'll just fuck him up. See, so, that's where, that, whatever. See, that's where WWE f- fucked up. See, that's where WWE fucked up. Because remember I said about The Undertaker, when he lost his streak, okay, he lost to Lesnar. I didn't have an issue with that. But the guy that beats Lesnar has to be, like, the next big star. 
they could have made Keith Lee a fucking big star with a Lesnar feud, you know? But, mm-hmm. you know, once again, Vince McMahon, he's just fucking, I don't know, stubbornness or whatever. I wonder what Booker T thought of, like, AEW's debut of Keith Lee. He probably would have said, oh, he's going to hang with uh, the big boys in WWE. You know, because he's a corporate dick licker. I, Booker I, T. I know we joke a lot, but I know we joke a lot, but, like, I'm, sometimes I'm wondering, like, legitimately, like, if Vince has, like, Alzheimer's or something. Because, like, not just with so. Keith. Like, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the dude, but, like, the Killer Cross dude, Karrion Cross, like, yeah. he just looks like his whole presentation he just looks like someone that you would think Vince would love. He's got the tattoos. Yeah. He's tall. He's bald. He's got a badass look. He's got a, a hot girlfriend that's blonde. Vince yep. is always like yep. blondes. Like, he just looked like, when I saw Cross for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, this dude should be, like, WWE champion, like, in two years at Tops. And then yeah. Vince just fucking puts him in a BDSM sex slave mask, and now he's fucking gone. It's like, wow, yeah. like, does Vince doesn't even know what he wants? He's, I think he's Vince fucking is almost up like, like having... Most... Yeah. No, I think, Vince is flash... I think Vince is having flashbacks of the boy toy era with Shawn Michaels. He wants a smaller guy. Yeah, I want my boy toy back. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. <laughs> you know? yeah, I don't know. He's always into the beef. Remember, remember when Finn Balor? Finn Balor's coming in the ring. He goes, you got all this beef in the ring. You think you can handle the beef? <laughs> You know, right. that's the best again I know. The guy who likes the big dudes, you know, and it's like right. I don't know right. what the fuck's going on. He's totally losing it. It's either that or this guy Nick Khan's in his ear, like, wait a minute, hey Vince, this guy in like third segments is not really bringing in the ratings, or this guy's not bringing yeah, in the merchandise. This gotta money. be Nick. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced this gotta be Nick. Yeah, somebody's in yeah. his ear. It's not Buck Fever. Not done. I don't think it's laryngitis. So yeah, it's got to be Nick Khan. Someone's got to be in his ear about not booking certain guys certain ways, but anyways. But uh, yeah, overall, like I said, AEW was good. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't watch like Monday Night Snooze Fest or um, SmackDown, but I, I heard there was a funny thing with Paul Heyman and a fan or some shit, and like Heyman was like hinting to go into the crowd to attack the fan and this and that, and then Roman came over and gave him a hug, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I guess there was a contract signing because they taped the. Uh, for SmackDown next week, and fucking Charlotte botched the table spot. She didn't slam her head. Uh, Rousey went to slam Charlotte's head down, and she didn't go all the way, and then she fell back, and I don't know, I guess Charlotte fucked up the, the table spot. So I'm not looking forward to this elimination chamber because basically they're, they're just setting it up for Lesnar to win. That's why I was like, why the fuck did Lashley win at the Royal Rumble? He's just going to drop it in a few weeks. Totally fucking pointless. So, and then he yeah. got the women one. Then you got the women one, so I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with that one, but I really don't give. I think my big issue with with I think my big issue with WWE, especially like for big shows, because I was talking about this with John the other day, like, and even he didn't say anything, like he didn't agree or disagree, yeah. he just didn't say anything. Oh, you know, we always joke about the poolside segments and shit, but I know, like in the '90s, I don't know, like in the early 2000s, but like in the '90s, it would be like Vince. J.R., Patterson, maybe Briscoe, Cornette, Russo. Wow. They'd, be at a, yeah. they'd be at Vince's place, London would be fixing barbecue or whatever. The point is, they would go to Vince's place, and they would book, like, the next six months in advance. So, like, if yeah. it's January, they're booking to June. You know, that's what they would do back then. I understand WWE is a, is a much bigger company. 
Uh, you know, they're, they're national now. They're international, so I, I get that. And I understand that since they have more wrestlers, they can't book everything. But I feel like that since when you're in WrestleMania season, you should have your key matches ready. And it's like, mm-hmm. how many times do we see reports or hear reports or read reports where it's like the day of a show and it's like shit is rewritten like one mm-hmm. hour before showtime or shit is being yeah. written as the show is in progress. How many times have we seen stories, yeah. reports yeah. of like a script that was done, but then Vince like didn't like it. So then he rewrites the script or something. Cause like yeah. that Royal Rumble shit, that Royal Rumble thing. Cause the, the thing that I saw was it said that there was 20 different finishes. And I was like, what the fuck? How do you have 20 yeah. different finishes? Like, like what? Like, like, like okay, yeah. you want a half-ass Raw or a SmackDown or a fucking B-show like No Mercy or whatever the fuck B-show you have today, whatever. But, like, your big shows like Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, I know they're not what they used to be, but they're still the big shows of the year. Like, you should have that shit fucking... Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, you need to at least have that shit ready, like, the week of. You should have, like, well, okay, we, you should have, like, everything down going into the Raw of. So, like, if this week, if, if Royal Rumble was tonight, then you should have your shit ready the Monday of. And it's like, how the yeah. fuck do you not have that ready? So I, I, asked, I asked John, and I say, at what point did we go from booking six months to advance to just, we're just going to fucking book the night of. Like, what? And when I ask that yeah. question, I can't get a definitive answer. That is my, I know, I, I know. like, if we talked about every issue that WWE has, like, we'll be here all day, but that's my biggest issue, is that, like, you can just tell yeah. that they're just making it up. There's no plan. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what their match card is. I mean, they're just, they don't care. The only match they have yeah. set in stone is is Brock versus Roman and whatever the fuck Ronda's doing, and I guess now we know she's working Charlotte. But every other match, Charlotte. they don't they yeah. don't fucking know. They're just they're like whatever. Like okay, here's the question: like, what's Damian Priest doing? The United States Champion? Will he even mm-hmm. be on the fucking card? Will he just be on some lazy ass battle royale? What about the Usos? They don't have any fucking tag teams. Who are they fighting at Mania? Would they would there even be a yeah. match? You know, like, like, what do they, like, they don't have anything planned. They just make it up as they go. So, for me, it's like, you can tell that they don't really care. So, it's like, if they don't care, then when you watch it, it's like, well, why should I care? Like that, <laughs> so. yeah. No, is that, no, exactly. Is that, they, they basically, Vince thinks, you know, okay, WrestleMania, it'll sell itself because of the name, WrestleMania. And then, like, okay, we'll book a two top matches, and that's it. The rest of the card will sell itself, even though there's, like, no logical, you know, explanation for a match or something. It'll be like, oh, we'll have uh, Kevin Steen versus, uh, I don't know, Shinsuke Nakamura. Why? Uh, I don't know. It looks good. You know, cross-promotion. Canada-Japan relations. I don't fucking know. NATO. <laughs> you know, it's like, they don't do shit. That's so stupid. So, uh, yeah, Vince totally, like, he he looks like he's just looking at the finish line for, for WWE. He's looking to fucking sell the company, get his, all his ducks in a row and fucking uh, – Getting ready to like fucking get rid of these fucking people after Mania, more budget cuts and this and that and blah blah blah. It, it, it's just it's pathetic. See, the thing I always hated about WWE is they they, they they put all their eggs in one basket, like the right in the Roman train. What happens? Roman has cancer issues or he gets injured or breaks a leg. 
Where's plan B? Oh, we don't have a plan B. Well, but we'll come up with it. No, you always got to have like a plan B and a C just in case something happens to your top star or top two stars or whatever. I, That's what WWE does. I think they're going to do. get there. I think they're going to get their shit pushed in once Hollywood comes calling for Roman because, you know, Roman will be in Hollywood oh, yeah. just like, oh, they're, just they're like totally Rock and fucked. Cena. They're totally fucked, man. They lose Roman, they're totally fucked. Lesnar's just hanging out until fucking deer season comes around, wants to kill some deer. And, uh, I mean, they're going to end up paying, like, Lesnar $50 million for one match. You know, it's like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. It's got to be a new joke we got to do. <laughs> you know, not, not, yeah, so not, yeah, not the softball season, it's deer season. Yeah, when's when's Lesnar leaving for deer season? To the city with the softball. But uh, yeah, it's like oh god. So like AEW's got like they got backup plans just in case this guy gets injured or whatever. You know, now now we got you know Adam Cole versus uh, uh Page in uh, Revolution for the title. I don't think he's gonna win. I think you know Page is. Uh, keeping the title, but I think Miro is going to get back into the mix of it because I think it's going to be Miro and Page in a feud. I think Miro's going to show up and do some wreck some shit. He needs to wreck some shit. And then Page is going to lose the title at All Out to uh, MJF. That's how they're building it. And then at the end of the night, you're going to see Punk attacking MJF or some shit in Chicago, like go to sleep or some shit. And then they're going to set up Punk versus uh, MJF like match like part three. Probably uh I wouldn't probably not full gear probably the revolution next year or something shit like that so anyways but uh no I'm just waiting to see when they go full out with Okada because I guarantee like we were saying before I think we're gonna get Danielson going in Japan to face Okada and then like you said you get Okada to come back to come to the United States to face uh, CM Punk or something that would be cool if Punk gets the title like a Revolution Okada shows up and then they set up for a match for their their next pay per view. Or whatever, that'll be kind of cool down the line. Because I really believe, like next year, 2023, AEW is going to have a huge trucking show in that stadium in Jacksonville, and they're going to get everybody. They're going to get NWA, they're going to get New Japan, they're going to get Impact, anybody. They'll even invite any WWE guy that wants to fucking show up. You know, it'd be kind of cool, a two night event in Jacksonville. I, I guarantee they're really hinting towards that. And I guarantee this Orlando pay per view, the Revolution, that's probably a gauge to see what they can get for fans. So, but I don't know. Like I said, AEW is basically is, is, is going on all cylinders. The women division is starting to get a little bit better. So that's the only other big issue is the women division. Everything else is, is just the only, the only thing I'm waiting for is uh, I just wish they would introduce those uh, trio titles. I think they would have introduced yeah. them by now if uh, TK wasn't getting so many contracts. Just I think what happened was he got distracted and just kept buying out people's contracts. But, yeah, I'm waiting for those. Yeah, I think, I think there's a contract for coming up. Plus, uh, the Lucha, the Lucha brothers got like, getting injured and shit like that because you can see them in a three-way team mm-hmm. and shit like that. So I think a couple injuries here and there. That's probably why the trio style is like sitting mm-hmm. on the back shelf. But it's always something they can bring it out in the future. So yeah, AEW is basically where it's at. So I was wearing my Chicago Blackhawks at the at the uh, grocery store. So I got Patrick Kane. This is Kane '88 on the side, right? So the lady comes over to me, she looks at my hat, and she goes, oh, I thought it was someone else. I'm like, who, Kane from the, the Bible? She goes, no, Kane the wrestler. And I'm like, oh, okay, Kane the wrestler and stuff. <laughs> and, and I was like, I said, do you, I asked her, I said, do you watch wrestling? And she goes, yeah, I watch wrestling. I said, I only watch AEW. She goes, me too, I only watch AEW. I can't watch the other product. Even a female fan can't even watch WWE anymore. That's how, that's how bad it sucks. 
So I was like, man, I like you even more. <laughs> man, when when a woman starts shitting on fucking WWE, man, like I fall in love. I wanted to go to go to the floors and get her a rose, like Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, made my day. You don't like WWE, you know? Of course, I would have went outside and like Glenn Jacobs would have been there and like power bombed me or something. Hellfire and Brandon Yeah, that was a crazy fire that happened. That's pretty close where I work. Farmington, that was crazy. So. I don't know what the fuck happened there in Farmington. I'm glad nobody got killed or injured, but anyways. Oh, uh, any thoughts on WWE this past week if you watched it? Well, they got Elimination Chamber uh, coming up next, uh, this coming weekend. What's funny is I, I, I noticed this. I don't know if you noticed this. When they go to Saudi, they don't even say they're going to Saudi anymore. They just say whatever the pay-per-view is. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Elimination Chamber, like, they're going back overseas. But they're just saying, oh, Elimination Chamber this Saturday. Like, it's like they feel like if they don't well, say what the country they're going city, to. They'll say, they'll say the name of the city. Like Raja, whatever the hell it's called, or Daja, whatever the fuck it's oh, called. On, or don't, on, on but WWE, don't say Saudi Arabia. On, on, on TV right now, they're, they're not even saying the city. They're just saying Elimination Chamber. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, I know, I know it's on Saturday. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. Is it Saturday or Friday? No, I think it's on Friday. I think it's Friday, Friday. I think, at noon. At noon because of the time difference. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they changed their schedule. So uh, they'll do Elimination Chamber next week. And then after that, uh, it's just going to be a bunch of Raws and SmackDowns until Mania. Because the way it was before, they had a bunch of, like, you know, B shows and stuff. So they changed up their schedule this year. So it's just going to be a bunch of Raws and SmackDowns straight until Mania. And, you know, Mania will be two nights. Now, yeah. The thing I'm confused about is, uh, so far, they've said absolutely nothing about the Hall of Fame. And if you remember, the last time we had a Hall of Fame was actually 2019. Uh, you know, where that yeah. guy attacked Brett, that dumbass dude. Um, and they're supposed to be doing, I don't know if they're going to, um, I hope they change their mind. The, the, the plan that I read was that they wanted to do a 2.0 NXT show the same day as night one of WrestleMania, which just sounds like a horrible idea. I don't know if they're going to go through with that or not, but so. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping like Lesnar wins the elimination chamber and they they raise the chamber and like these masked men come out and then Muhammad Hassan's music plays. Oh fuck! I'll lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> comes out with a big fucking uh, knife. He's going to chop his head off. Oh my god! Blood money. Yeah. So. But like I was saying on um, with Sandman, you take away Blood Money, their their Fox deal and like Peacock, like WWE is like really in trouble because they're not drawing dick. They drew like four. They're they basically like four thousand tickets for Mass Square Garden. Four thousand. They're basically and they got Lousy and Lesnar on that card. Yeah, WWE right now, they're basically the reverse. So it's kind of ironic actually. They're the reverse of WCW in 2000 because in 2000, WCW was bleeding money, whereas today, WWE is drowning in money. But, like, creatively, they're the same. Like, the whole, like, we're just going to make shit up and lack of interest. The difference between them is that WWE has all these sponsorships and all these endorsements that Vince has found a way to for the company to just basically be financially secure uh, it's like the ratings and 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 like just the bad attendance just doesn't really affect them anymore. So no, yeah, no, they don't, they don't give two shits. But if they lose a TV deal to USA Network, where the fuck are they gonna go? They they have to be on exclusively on Peacock, you know. So like Eric Bischoff said, yeah. 
you can have a billionaire product, but if you can't showcase it anywhere on TV, you, your, your company's worth shit. You know, it's nothing. So, but anyways, well, we'll see what happens with WWE. Like I said, AEW, the most entertaining show. I mean, I tell friends all the time that haven't suffered from insomnia to watch Raw and SmackDown, can't, you know, trouble sleeping. Because I got friends that they use, you know, they, they use like, uh, I tell them like ocean waves and nature sounds. It, says, it doesn't work. I said, what about Golf Network? Put that on. Now, that doesn't work. The WWE Raw, that works. Ten minutes. You'd be falling asleep. You know? Is there like a rating system, like a Meltzer, like six stars, like or best, like uh, 10 out of 10 for a Raw? You should do like Raw ratings by pillows. How many pillows was this show? Like eight. So if you get eight pillows, that's a really bad show. I mean, like put you out like in fucking 10 minutes or some shit, you know? You get one pillow is a really good show. But there's not going to be a lot of one-pillow shows for Raw. I know that. Anyways, all right, man. Uh, any thoughts on the Super Bowl? I think the Bengals are going to win. So, oh, I already told you I don't know anything about football, but I do know that on social media I'm going to be seeing some asshole destroy his TV, and I can't wait. Oh shit, those are those are always great when like, a fan fucking flips out and shit like that. I like the uh, what was it? Remember that guy with the angry grandpa with the Royal Rumble? He fucking smashed his TV and shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those are funny. I don't know if he still does. Yeah, I don't know if he still does videos and shit like that. And his girlfriend's like, get out of the closet. What's the matter? Don't worry. It was just a show. Shut up, God. He's like smashing his DVDs and his toys. The one I remember was was, was when the uh, was when the Rock beat CM Punk. He did a video where like he took his Rock posters, put it in a can, and then he like turned it on and he torched it. And he was spinning on the fire. That <laughs> was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out to Matt Cardona winning the NWA title, uh, being uh, with Trevor Murdoch, and then uh, Nick Aldis showed up. So what happened with Nick Aldis? He had an injury. That's why he had to forfeit the title, right? Was it an injury? No, uh, Murdoch beat him. Oh, Murdoch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Murdoch beat him. Okay. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Aldis job to Murdoch. I don't know, whatever. Murdoch paid his dues. Everybody was complaining when he won. I forgot that he beat him. Okay, that's right. He did. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, like I said, I think 2023, we're going to get involved with NWA and Ring of Honor, what's left of it. See, that's what I think. I think Shane and Triple H should just fucking leave and invest in Impact or Ring of Honor and start a merged company or something with them, you know? Yeah, the story I mean, they did with, um, the story they did with Murdoch was uh, when, um, when Harley passed away, for real, uh, Murdoch was there, and uh, Aldis talked to him and was like, hey, you know, how come you don't wrestle anymore? And they had a talk, and, uh, you know, uh, Aldis and um, Murdoch were both trained by Harley in real life. So that was oh. the story, and, and, you know, so that was pretty cool. So, you oh, know, cool. yeah, some people, oh, were, cool. some, some people were complaining uh, about uh, Cardona yeah. winning. To me, I, I, I say, you know, props to the dude. You know, he was in WWE for years, wasting away, doing nothing. Yeah. Um, now now he's, uh, he's basically doing what Cody did. He left, and he's betting on himself, and he's being successful. You know, so, you know, yeah. good on him, you know, because cause when he yeah, won the, yeah. uh, I, I, was, I was checking my Twitter, and I saw NWA trending. I'm like, I haven't seen NWA trend, like, like since power, before COVID, so good, yeah. good on him, you know. Uh, it's very frustrating, because when I see Cody, when I see um, uh, Cardona, I look at guys like Ziggler, I'm like, man, there's no reason why that couldn't have been you, dude, but it should have been me. Yeah, uh, yeah well, shut the it fuck up. It should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. That video is gonna pop up. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna be. What are we gonna have? We're gonna have Okada and 
uh, Kenny Omega wrestling, and then they'll, they'll put her, like, a 60-minute barn burner, and then uh, at the end of the match, fucking Ziggler pops up on the screen, it should have been me! <laughs> in New Japan! But I was a fucking dumbass that's re-signed with WWE! You know, like, right? Anyways. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Um, yeah, I don't know when Sammy's right. doing another show. He even does a show on, like, a Tuesday, so he'll, he'll keep you posted. But I'll talk to you. Thanks for calling right, in. Man, talk Yep. Take care, Sid. Uh, I want to thank Chris for calling in. I think Justin tried to call in, but I don't know what happened. Um, but anyways, everyone out there, take care. Be safe. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, Score-wise, I'm going to go 31 to 27 Bengals. Okay, there we go. I don't know. It's, kind of, it's just a weird feeling. Like uh, It's like it's the Bengals season. You know, They have everything going right. They great plays. The defense stepped up against the Chiefs on the second half. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with the Bengals win the Super Bowl. So there we go. All right, everyone, just take care. It's been Nate for Inside Wrestling. All right, goodbye. Uh...